I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, I've learned something this weekend. What was that? Uh, I've learned why they don't draft guys our age. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay, tell me. Uh, So I went and played paintball uh, yesterday morning, Mm -hmm. and today I can barely walk. Really? Yeah. I uh, did a lot of diving into cover, a lot of creeping along underneath the cover of some chest-high barrels. Wow. That kind of thing. I guess they weren't really chest-high. I uh, got a lot of got a lot of uh, shot in the face and head and arms and legs with paintballs. What about the crotch? Are you no nope. crotch? Did you get any crotch mercifully shots? untouched. Really? Yeah, but boy, boy are my I I, I I walked in from playing paintball yesterday, and boy are my legs tired, Roy. Yeah, I, from all I'm the walking, tottering around like an old man. Uh huh. And how does it feel? Terrible. Really? Yeah. It doesn't remind you how alive you are that you were shot with paintballs instead of live ammunition? Oh, no, no. I'm not really. I wasn't actually all that excited about surviving the paintball uh, oh. confrontation because I wasn't. Okay. There was never any real danger. Mm. They say mm. you can lose an eye if you go in there without your mask. Really? They yell lose at you an eye. Masks. Yeah. Where would you leave it? I don't know. It would just get replaced with a paintball. So every time oh. you wink at a pretty girl, it just squirts paint all over her. Right. She's like, that, which might be a turn on to some people. Pervert. Um, Kevin got shot in the pocket as we were going. Oh, as we were leaving, he reached into the pocket of the the hoodie that he was wearing and found a paintball. And it broke. No. Oh, it had just been fired into his pocket. Oh, um, that's pretty great. Yep, we did a lot of uh, did a lot of running around shooting dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it hurt. Did really? you have teams or was it a free for all? It was often teams. Yeah. Uh, okay. they, they divided the group into two teams. And how how long? Two hours. Two hours. Yeah. Wow. Um, did it, it seem like two hours? It did. It was broken okay. into it was broken into a bunch of little games with different objectives and stuff. There was the we've placed a bomb in the paintball arena and your objective is to get it and take it back to your base. And smoke weed out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we tur- we turned this briefcase into a bong. <laughs> it was a briefcase? Yeah, it was a briefcase. Okay. Um I wonder if anybody's ever made a bong that looked like one of those comedy old style bombs. You know, like I just don't a big know. black yeah. Have you ever seen a bomb that looked like that? No. Me neither. I believe there's some truth to that, right? The, were that there to, were... I think they're meant to be like shot out of a cannon, right? Like No, I think there was an actual version of that that was like a yeah, proto grenade. Oh, and it's like right. icy so and then, then like it shoot explodes. Them and then blow them up. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, also the ones that walk around are really deadly. Oh right? yeah. They create well, you, once you piss them off, you've only got a few seconds before they flash red. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty much it. I, I've done nothing but play video games and that one paintball game, uh, and for two hours, for two weeks, for one week, for seven days, uh-huh. the paint. I thought you said it was two hours. It was. Okay. It seemed like seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Felt like seven weeks. Okay. What have you been up to? Uh, I've had a very full, uh, weekend. Um, most of it involving my car, um, I've had this big noise in my truck, and I took my truck to the dealership because was all it the, uh, Peter Gabriel making a big, big noise? <laughs> it was, um, and uh, because all my mechanics were ignoring the fact that I was saying, "What's up with this noise?" and um, they thought you were just practicing your stand-up. Yeah, so I got a very invasive diag- diagnostic or a diag, as the guy wanted to uh, call it, and it turns out that it needs a new truck. <laughs> so I'm going to be taking care of that next week. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember a couple months ago us telling you, I think you should buy a new truck. Uh, okay. Well, you're probably going to be disappointed with what I'm going to do. Okay. What are you going to do? I'm going to get it a new engine. Nice. 
Because at this point, from all the money that I've put into the truck... Yeah, everything is brand new in the truck. Well, sort of. I mean, putting a new engine does kind of give you a new lease on Have you tried replacing those little truck flaps life. on the uh, air conditioner vents? I haven't. I'm does afraid to touch that. Does your truck have an air that. conditioner? Yes, it does. It works okay. great. <laughs> does, it, does it have a gas cap? It does. Um, gas tank and everything. You okay. put actual gas in it. Oh, right. It's, yeah. not, it's not one of those Unleaded even. biofuel things. <laughs> no. I would like one of those. It's because a solar-powered truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you let the sun hit it, and then you push it. No, and that makes the plants that you've planted in the bed of the truck grow. Sure. Uh, what, huh? Are you going to put the engine in yourself? No. No, I'm, no, I, mean, I'm I just, know you're going to put it in your truck. <laughs> like yes. You're going you're to install a Hemi yeah, yeah, yeah. in your body. Yeah. Total, mm-hmm. total guts I'm going to sit on the, the gear shift. And just hope, yeah. hope that Amy grows inside you. Um, so that that was one thing, and uh, then I went to go visit my parents, and in order to do that, I had to buy uh, Corinne's car new Trent tires, huh? Because we couldn't leave town unless that happened. So there there's a bunch of bunch of stuff, but uh, we went to go see my parents and uh, went to the old house. And I brought home all of my old Star Wars, wow. which I'm excited about. Actually, I had to leave one box because it wouldn't fit in the car. The the life size Death Star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I have um, in orbit. Was Star Wars uh, any different in Mexico than it was in the United States? No, I mean it had subtitles. Right. How? What was it called? A guerra. Las de guerras Estrella. de las galaxias. Oh, so galaxy yeah. wars. Yeah, in French, it's of the stars. What was Galaxy Quest uh, called in Mexican? I don't know. I saw it in uh, American, so oh. I didn't get to see it in, in Mexico. Turn your back on your culture, man. Uh, and I don't know. Uh, Quest of the Galaxy, probably. I don't know what it was called. I'll find out. What is what is Spanish for quest? Um, A pregu. <laughs> I, I'm not certain right now that you put me on the spot. Um, I would say aventura, but that would be adventure. Okay. But I'm sure there's a more much so more if, specific. If Star word. Wars was actually War of the Galaxies, and then Galaxy Quest was Adventure of the Stars, right? We would have come full circle. Oh yeah, um, it's beautiful that way. Yeah how 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 was your visit with your parents? Did anything interesting or exciting happen there? Uh, I shared with them that I'm I want to get a tattoo. Oh yeah, and they took it really well. Do you actually want to get a tattoo? Yeah, uh, well, I think they took it really well because of what kind of tattoo I want to get. Because you thought because you were kidding. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Have I not shared this with no, you? No, you haven't. I want to get this is, a, this is breaking news for our listeners and for me. <laughs> On my wrist, I want to get a small tattoo, um, which is a um, tattooed medic alert um, uh, image, informing. Uh, <laughs> informing anyone if i were to pass out that i am allergic to uh five different kinds of medication yeah that's why they were i'm sure took it really well because uh they said oh yeah that's a great idea because you don't wear your medic alert bracelet i see Mm -hmm. huh yep not sure how i feel about that i know i i I know (laughs) i know you are (laughs) unsure maybe you have told me about this before um could you at least do it in like big Mexican gangster tattoo font? No, because, um, well, I have thought, thought about this a lot. If you do that, because I, I looked it up on, on the internet to see what other people have done, because a lot of people have done this, the fancier and more um, stylish it is, 
the more that it disappears and just looks like some kind of you know right regular doesn't, hipster doesn't, tattoo doesn't that look someone like has a dweeby tattoo that a 90 year old would get exactly okay yeah um Huh. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to apply for AARP uh, sooner. Right, than... right. Start eating at uh, Country Country Kitchen Buffet. Yeah. Or... Have you ever eaten there? It's great. I haven't. Yeah, I'm it's a, a buffet, the, man. I'm a big fan of the Cracker Barrel. Oh, I like I've never eaten at the Cracker Barrel. I like to barrel. go in and look at the candy assortments from the 80s and think, I remember that. Do they still have those? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I wonder if you know about this. I, I cannot corroborate it. Um, I recall that in the 80s when we were kids there were blow pops that were chili flavored uh that might have been a thing that existed in mexico no i remember that here and they were uh orange colored are you sure that you didn't just dip regular blow pops in chili i'm pretty sure um uh, i remember there being uh assorted flavor tic tacs really many different fruit colors oh that's cool yeah I mean, I've only seen them in the ASU uh, red and gold or maroon and gold. Oh, I didn't know they. I didn't know that they did that. They, they do. Huh. I've seen that at like I guess ASU they do that stores for, for every college. Just like every I think college has their own version of Monopoly. They do. I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, they sell it in the shit you buy for people that you have no idea what they're like. <laughs> right, but uh, you know what school they store, go to. Yeah. Um, I think it's maybe something that you buy for your dad. I don't know. Who buys a sweatshirt from the... Did you ever purchase anything that had the name of our college on it? Um, I think the the cap and gown has it somewhere. No, the tassel has it. Did you walk in graduation from college? I did. Oh. I only did the small college one. I didn't do the... Thanks for inviting me. Oh, and only my parents been. I would have been happy to give you away. Oh, (laughs) thank you. Um... I, I, uh, are you uh, really hurt that I didn't invite you to my college graduation? No, not, not okay. even a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I didn't go to mine. Oh. I wouldn't have gone to my high school graduation if my mother hadn't insisted. I see. But then we walked together. We did. It was like, it was like the first step down, down a road to a lifetime of friendship. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was just the beginning. We, we shouldn't have thought of it as the Android. We should have thought of it as the beginning. Sure. Of a lifetime of yeah. friendship and new experiences. First day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we shook hands. We sure did. We couldn't do anything fancy because we got a stern talking to about not doing yeah, anything. Dead community service. Yeah, that's that's all. Which, in retrospect, what I mean, that's good for the community, right? Yeah, and maybe you meet some girls. You're exactly. like, oh yeah, I'm helping out the community. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. This it's community. Like that. This community needs to get fucked. <laughs> Uh, there's this British show uh, called Misfits, and it's all about these uh, six kids who get community service after performing crimes, and uh, they all get superpowers. After performing, like, yeah, they perform them. Like, They're uh, really good. You guys really, you guys really murdered that barbershop quartet song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want you to perform crime on me. The six of them did a barbershop quartet. That's why they were cheating. They got arrested for <laughs> for having ringers. Right, <laughs> too um, too over the limit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I really can't think of a single other thing I've done since the last podcast. I don't even think I like ate a meal. Really? I mean, no be, meals. That can't be true. I've become one of those yogis that lives on air. Air and one and one uh, spoonful of lentils. Stolen picnic baskets. <laughs> uh, one spoonful of lentils, huh? 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I once watched the... Where it's like, they, they say that, like, self-reporting is notoriously unreliable because somebody will say, like, oh, I weigh a thousand pounds even though I only eat a single sandwich a day. But then it turns out that they actually ate 40 sandwiches. While they were asleep. But they just called it a single sandwich. I, you, you know, I took Islamic mysticism and there are these, um, you know, gurus that acclaimed, or their followers, I mean, you know, it's being reported by believers, but their followers claimed, yeah, that dude uh, stays in that room all years long and he comes out one once a year and uh, blesses all the crowds and eats one uh, spoonful of lentils maybe it's super lentils they could have been high nutrition jetson's lentils from the future that jetson's. have a year's worth of food in one spoonful yes yes yeah billy lentils uh who's billy wasn't he the kid in the jetsons elroy elroy that's what you're thinking of. i thought the dog was elroy that's astro oh good i'm learning all kinds Jetsons, no i never watched it wow um yeah, it was pretty good. They had a treadmill uh, that if you screwed up, it would just hurl you thousands of feet to your death. Really? Below. I think everybody had a jetpack in their belt. Was there a ground level? Uh, the earth had become uninhabitable because of, I don't know, war or natural disaster. Really? That was it's the all, premise it of the Jetsons? It was explained in the first episode of the Jetsons, and then they never went back to it because it was really depressing. And was there a floor? It was the Flintstones. They were contemporary. Oh, Okay. Um, I don't think that there was. I think they were all on poles. Someday, the civilization is going to develop down there to the point where they wonder what these poles are, and they just start cutting down everybody's house. Oh, right, right. So, yeah. I mean, you'd think in order to build a new building, you'd have to go down to the surface. And put put down a new pole foundation. Maybe not. Maybe they just maybe they just build them up top and then hurl them at the ground like javelins. They don't have to go oh, down there. And they just right, build something on right. top of it. You never know. You never saw them constructing anything. That's true. What were, what were they doing that required so many sprockets and so many cogs? I didn't know? watch it. I don't and why know. were a sprocket company and a cog company even competing? They're two different things. Sure. That's right? true. They'd go in different places of the robot. Yeah. There was another cam. There was a cam factory. Uh-huh. Um, what, what other parts of machines? Uh, gears? Yeah. What's the difference uh, between a gear and a cog, right? Mm, I think a cog is made out of wood. Maybe I should ask. <laughs> Maybe I should a ask. cog is actually a, a ship that travels on water. Some steampunks. They would know. They would know. What, uh, the kind of glue that you have to use to attach them to your leather hat. Sure. They the just difference. point at the different parts of their vest and right. say, this one's a cog, this one's a gear. Okay. Um, boy, a got... cog is something that we become in the machine. I see. Okay. So like a number. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you also going to get your social, are you also going to get your social security number tattooed on your arm in case you forget it? Um, like if you're yeah. getting old people tattoos, like yeah, uh, that's if, true. Uh, just a tattoo on your forehead that says, "If I'm wandering around acting like I don't know where I am, please bring me back to my family." Sure. Uh, you know, I'm a little bit wary of tattooing a bunch of numbers on my wrist. I can't imagine why, Roy. Yeah. You don't think that would be... You could just do it as a joke. Right. Oh, those aren't really my social security <laughs> yeah, yeah. numbers. Those are just some numbers that I... They're numbers that I like. Right. No, just just the medic alert. Huh. How how big is it going to be? Like, I'm going to have to look at this every uh, time Silver dollar. You. Silver dollar. It's going to be around. Are you going to design it? I am. But are you going to draw, draw something in the middle, like a sweet eagle? No, it has the, you know, I forget what that's called, the, the snakes. The caduceus? Yes. Yeah. Caduceus. A screaming Caduceus. <laughs> yeah. The snake the snake could just be vomiting uh, one of the things that you're allergic to. And that'll also right. indicate to the paramedics, oh, man, right. we don't want him to puke like this snake. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the reason I'm so um, 
decided on this is because I am told, I've been informed all of my life that um, I am fatally allergic to all of these medications. Oh, but you don't know. You've never tried them. I did, which I almost did die when I was a little kid. Oh, okay. So I I was told, uh, never yeah, try those like, again. Is it like you almost died or the, or you almost died? Like when somebody was like, oh, I, I was so shocked I nearly died. Right. Uh, no, like I didn't know what that meant at the time. No, really? I, I like did almost die. You just got die. really offended by a joke that the <laughs> I'm doctor out told of after here. he gave you, oh, I could have just died. Right. Uh, no, I did almost die. I, I was out of school for like six or seven months and I was actually put into quarantine. I couldn't touch anything because I would, I, my immune system was compromised and stuff. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I knew that story. No. And I got all these boils all over my body that had to be treated and then popped. Did it start raining frogs? (laughs) No, it didn't. Hallelujah. (laughs) Yeah. We were saved. Um, Huh. So, yeah, so a caduceus and then mm-hmm. the list of the drugs. <laughs> um, you know, this I'm, is a pretty avant-garde tattoo. People are going to think that you're cool. Well, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You should also, uh, while you're doing this, you should at least take this opportunity to just make up the names of some drugs so that the paramedics <laughs> will get a good laugh out of it. Sure. What do you suppose the odds are? Uh, here's, here's a question, Roy. If you were to gauge the the mortality risk of you... Passing out and having somebody administer drugs to you that you were allergic to mm-hmm. versus, uh, say, dying from an infected tattoo needle. <laughs> Which do you think is a higher percentage chance of happening? Oh, wow. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I hadn't even wanna, considered that. I want to talk wow. this over with your doctor, Roy. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? You I want to go to a reputable Instead tattoo Instead of getting parlor. a tattoo, you could just put up flyers everywhere. <laughs> says, have, okay. you seen, have you seen this guy using penicillin? No, you haven't. And you want to know why? He's allergic. He's allergic to it. Um, you know, I did find online when I was doing the search that they have Medic Alert uh, temporary tattoos. So I could just get a bunch of those and remember to put one on every day. <laughs> yeah, you could. I mean, you get, you know, you, you're a man who's familiar with the process of getting your own temporary tattoos made. You sure. Just, that's true. And make my own. Yeah. You, you could rig up some sort of system like where there was a fresh one on your pillow. Like you could, the person that normally puts a mint on your oh. pillow, you could ever put a, you could ever put a, a temporary tattoo sure, on your and pillow. It so ends you just up on sleep my face. and it ends up on your face. Yeah. yeah. Cause that, you know, you never know, man. What if you're wearing, uh, what if you're, what if you pass out while you're jogging and you're wearing sweatbands on your wrists? Oh, I've, um, I've solved that by never going jogging. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, and, and you bring up a good point because I've been afraid that uh, if I do this, what if I get into an accident and my arm gets cut off? No one's going to know, right? Until oh, they find a, the arm. You better get it tattooed on both arms. Oh, that's true. But what if both get cut off if I'm in a tractor accident? Have you seen that guy, uh, the Enigma, who just has a, a jigsaw puzzle tattooed across his right. entire body? Uh-huh. Uh, I think he was, he was traveling with the Jim Rose Circus for a while. You mm-hmm. could do that. You could just get, you could make a, you could hire MC Escher to make a tessellation of uh, this the, the, the text that you want and just get it tattooed all over your entire body. Okay. So that literally any, any pieces of you can be severed and it will still exist. You'll that's, be like the, that's the, human, the human raid array. That's a joke for our tech nerd listeners. Oh, okay. You, you'll explain it to me later. Yeah. Thanks. Unless you lose your parody leg, in which case you're fucked. Okay. Roy, we got a, we got stacks and stacks of questions. There are there are crowds of people out there just just dying for our crowds. Advice. Yeah. Occupy yeah. the questions. See, I think that's a sign that that movement has failed. It's become a joke. Okay, um, I, I want to make uh, some printed underwear that says "Occupy Pants." 
Does, do you think it's over? It's too late for me to do that? I, n- n- no, it's not too. I think it, the fact that the, I think the movement itself is over because it has just become. I saw a commercial uh, that showed people taking to the streets. Uh, <clears throat> demanding uh, fuller, more kissable lips. <laughs> it was a commercial for some sort of lip uh, product. Sure, but I I agree with that. Where is this demonstration? And, and uh, you know what the cops were saying? The cops were like, you want your lips to swell up, huh? Well, I got something that'll do that for you. For free? Yeah, I got it right here. Well, it's not free. It's taxpayer dollars. Oh, I guess that's but, true. Uh, yeah, they get yeah. paid. Anyway, this crowd of people lined up with pitchforks and torches outside of our studio wow. demanding that we answer their questions and we should we should help them out but before yes. we help them out roy let's have a cocktail let's hey so this cocktail uh i i bought some orange juice for it mm-hmm. um i was reading i just wanted to do a random uh a traditional cocktail so we decided on the tequila sunrise what makes it so traditional uh i don't know it's just it's a thing you've heard of Oh, okay. it's on the yeah. International Bartenders Association list of approved cocktails. How many are on that list? Is it like a top hundred or something? Fifty some, I think. Oh, yeah, so okay. we, we can we could just start going through that list. A lot of them we've sure. already done, though. Uh, I was reading. It was, apparently, the Tequila Sunrise was invented right here in the state of Arizona. It was yeah, at the Arizona Biltmore, uh, but it was originally uh, tequila creme de cassis. Uh, lime juice and soda water, which I don't uh. precisely understand. The creme de cassis is red. Right. Um, but I currents. feel like a sunrise. Yeah, it's like a black current, a black uh-huh. current liqueur. Um, yeah, I don't know what the, it's not really like red and white doesn't seem like a sunrise. You know, there's no orange in the original version. So the, the, the more oh, modern sure, one sure. is prepared the way that we did it, which is uh, one part tequila, two parts orange juice. And then like you just pour some grenadine into it for color. Pour it, uh, you'd submerge a spoon. Like you touch the bottom of the, the the liquid with a spoon and then pour the grenadine down the spoon and it just like squirts right onto the bottom. Yeah. I was pretty surprised. Yeah, it's cool. I read about a tactic and it worked. Um, I, it, isn't there also a tequila um, sunset? that I think that's also a cocktail, which I, is I, a variation I, on I this. I think you just drink another one of these. Okay. <laughs> you keep drinking it until... Yeah. Until the sun well, goes down. You drink down. one of these, and then you drink maybe a, a twelve pack or maybe an eighteen pack of Corona, and then you drink another one of these. Uh, and by that time, it's, yeah. it's time to go to bed. Okay. Um, it's a pretty tasty cocktail. Yeah, it's I like sweet. it. Yeah, it's good. You said that you don't really like orange juice a whole lot, but yeah. you know, if you if this was how you consumed orange juice, I don't think you'd have any problems with it. Get behind it. We're gonna have to make some of these once the. Uh, once the orange trees are back in season. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. So being productive. Well, I need a tequila tree. Do they make those? I think so. Oh. Yeah, it's just little, like it starts out, I think the ones that you buy here are dwarf tequila trees, so it's just the little airline bottles right. that you pick off of it. You uh-huh. don't get, like, you got to go into, like, Northern California to, to get, get a really, full full bottle. You, know, you can't get, like, the Cabo Wabo until the tree's, like, a thousand years old. Oh, you should have planted that a long time ago. I know. I don't know what I was thinking a thousand years ago. Yeah. I would have. I really should have done it. That's too bad. Um, so you've got a you've got a section on here that is uh, old business. Old business. New uh, new segment of the show. Is uh, it a segment? Well, I don't, I don't know. We're not always going to have it. Uh, basically, it's people uh, people writing in responses to things. Sure. That Which. To set the record straight, we have had these before, but it didn't occur to me until a uh, half hour ago to actually write them down on the sheets of paper. I just, most of the time when people write in, I just read it and think, hey, that's great. And then sometimes I respond and say, hey, that's great. Thanks for letting me know. But I, I think now we should uh, let the rest of the public know. Um, I did, uh, when I asked you what cocktail we were going to do today, I said, hey, what's this list you're talking about? And you replied, what? 
What? I don't know what you're talking about. And I said, you said that there was a list of cocktails and that Mm -hmm. we were excited about it. And then you called me and said that you had no idea what I was talking about. And I said, you posted this to, you you were really drinking a lot, apparently. Sure. Well, well, um, usually I like to sit on the toilet, have a few drinks and Twitter. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. You get up every morning and use the Twitter on the toilet? I do actually. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I look at that's my Twitter time. Yeah. Uh, if I don't have to poop, I'd sit on the toilet anyway. Really? Yeah, it's just to just to Twitter. Huh. I don't. Right, because no one interferes with your schedule. I think at this point, I uh, like most of the other people with smartphones. Uh, check Twitter before I even get out of bed. Really? It's sort of my way of easing oh. into the day is like, ah, check my email, look at the Twitters. Let's see what Roger Ebert had to say while I was asleep. That's, <laughs> no, what, that's I, what I'm always I don't concerned do that. with. Let's see if Tom Green said anything crazy. You know, I do check our um, podcast feed or our um, iTunes page to mm-hmm. see if anyone's written any new reviews or if we have any new ratings. Hey, pro tip listeners, go write a review. Yeah. Roy, Roy likes it. Yeah, I like seeing those every morning. And I never remember uh, we how many ratings there were those. last time. Uh, there are 119. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you just have that memorized. That's as, yeah, you I just think I checked it, it today. Every morning. <laughs> I do. Um, I'm going to run out of arm space. Yeah. Be sure and don't let me die until you tell me how many iTunes ratings there are for Advice Hot Dog. Yes. That's your advice to the paramedics. We have 40 reviews, though. That's nice. That's a good so good, there's, good there's number. A, there was a funny one a couple of reviews ago. Was there? Yeah. Oh. You, you, you told me about it, so I'm pretty sure you know about it. Yeah, I don't. Unless I don't you've know. forgotten. That seems to be a thing that you do. Probably. I did find the cocktail list, though. Yeah, what's this cocktail list? Uh, it's from this uh, book that a good friend of mine uh, gave me, uh, Luster Kaboom, who's a really great artist. You should check out his page, LusterKaboom.com. Uh, his name's Dave, but uh, he gave me this book because right now he's moving to New York and I went over to his house and he's in the mode where if you admire anything in his house, he'll just uh, ask you if you want it. So oh, that like, you, he's in, he's in, uh, he's a chic. <laughs> yes. You like this? Take it, take it. Uh, he has like five bikes and he wants to get rid of all of them. Oh. Do you want a bike? Uh, I might know somebody who wants a bike. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I really want him to sell these things because he also needs the money to go to New York. Yeah, who, who's going to pay for Lando Calrissian to go to smuggler school? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, his son is also named Lando Calrissian. This is that guy. Um, so he gave me this book, which was put I out mean, by. I don't think, like, I don't think he can win all of his t- tuition money playing Sabak. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I guess he could just steal a college education. Now, is is Sabak like a card game, or is it yeah. some kind of complicated? Um, no, it's a card pool game. table. They, they implemented a version of it in uh, in like Knights of the Old Republic. I don't know. Oh, okay. You know, I think it I was probably a game that was described before it was ever you know a real thing. Became a thing that you could you know have any context in which to actually write the rules. Right. Um, just like Sivas in the Game of Thrones series. I don't know anything about that, Roy, because I'm not a nerd. (sighs) Okay, (laughs) thanks. Um, It's kind of like a battleship uh, type of game. Okay. Apparently, it includes a dragon and also an elephant. Did they have boats in the game? I don't know. I guess they did. They had boats in the Game of Thrones uh, board game that you loved so much. Board game is right. Um, B-O-R-E-D is what you're saying. Yeah, it really puts the board in board mm -hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was like oh. being waterboarded. That's what you meant. Anyway, he had this book. Yeah, this book that he gave me, and it's all about um, 
uh, burlesque uh, art drawing, and in it there's a, a interesting uh, hipster, strange burlesque list of cocktails to enjoy. Is that really the kind of the kind of attitude, the kind of image that we no, want to but but the the cocktails are interesting. Uh, do have hipsters started drinking traditional cocktails? Hipsters aren't into this. I I probably mis misspoke misworded when when i said hipster so burlesque that's like people who are too fat to be real strippers right Uh, no they're Uh (laughs) full-bodied they're they're not as methy that's all okay (laughs) um Spencer wrote, uh, braces is Brit speak for suspenders. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, so I, I guess retroactively, uh, my only advice would be to buy uh, rainbow suspenders because those are the only kinds of suspenders I'm capable of imagining. Mm-hmm. And putting on your dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's like they call that the fireman's carry. <laughs> when you have to when you have to haul your dick around using two elastic straps. Right. Right. Uh, no, 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 no. Casey wrote uh, some stuff about microwaves, and then uh, it basically ends with a with a a TLDR. Uh, this is to say, please don't put your balls in the microwave. Okay, right. I'll try. I can't make any it, promises. It moves around the water. I, I need to get a tattoo on my wrist that says, "Please don't put my balls in the microwave." Yeah, yeah. The, hey, uh, when when that moment happens, you'll be very happy that yeah, you have that tattoo. Yeah, if I ever wake up with a microwave set of balls, I'm gonna be like, "Ah, oh, man." I right. should have listened to Roy. Right. Uh, it was I, ironically, who should have taken Roy's advice to heart. But that was Casey's advice. No, oh, about, about the tattoo. The tattoo. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I got it. There were a couple levels there. Sure, sure. Uh, you've said that a listener sent us a poem. Oh, yes. And I'm I'm very sorry that I can't find the post of who it was that sent us this. So if you want to send me... Um, that again to remind me who you are but i got a uh, link to a picture which is an ow my butt uh, related poem and it looks like um i'm assuming that you wrote this when you were a kid because it looks like kid writing you know i'm thinking third grade maybe maybe, ha- maybe he wrote it now and had his kid write it down M- maybe and it's called the poem of poop poop can feel good poop can feel bad poop can make you happy poop can make you sad Poop can make you, will always stay. Poop will always be there. Poop will give you uh, stress. Yeah. Poop will give you stress more than you can bear. Poop is a funny word. Poop is cool. Poop goes in a toilet and hopefully not in a pool. So remember, always keep in mind that poop is never far behind. Smiley face. Now, um... I have trouble reading things, you, you know this, but uh, some of these words are kind of scrunched together. <laughs> but uh, uh, th- thank you, reader, for, surprises for me that sending that me that. Wasn't you know, say hand illustrated by a monk. <laughs> yeah, the the, the book of uh, one letter at a time. The book of spells. <laughs> yeah, nice. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. Well, should we should we just start answering some questions? Really? Sure. We got into that part of the show. Uh, Trepidatious in Tripoli writes, Hi there, Zach and Roy. 
I'm a big fan of the show, and it has troubled me that my life has been going so well up until this point that I haven't had anything to ask your advice on. However, this all changed when I was made the leader of a project at a university. Without being too specific, the group is made of four first-year students working on a Java programming project. The problem is that one of the group members can't write essays, he's already behind in the programming classes, um, the interface elements I asked him to design literally turned out worse than the rough sketches. I feel like having a group member who was too lazy to do anything at all would be easier to work with since the rest of us could just take on that guy's workload and still get it done to a reasonable standard. Uh, what should I do about it? Should I give him only unimportant work and edit it when necessary? Should I bring this up with the course leader? Bearing in mind this project will have one or two group presentations. I hope your advice will be as insightful as it will be hilarious. I remember doing a group programming project where I just picked the laziest guys so that I could do the whole thing myself. Really? Yeah. Wow. Didn't, I didn't finish it. And then I failed out of college. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, what if they're, <laughs> what if they're assigned? He, he didn't have a choice. Maybe. Right? I mean, I, so here's the question. Do you talk to the, do you talk to the professor? Do you be that guy? Do you, do you, do you sell out the guy? In your um, it's easy. If, if you're they, in college, you should not be talking to the professor about it. What? Why not? Because you should be able to resolve it yourself with your, your group. Grade. Yeah. That's part of your grade is not bothering me, kid. <laughs> yeah. That's what he says. The fuck out of here. I just say I just have office hours because they require me to, not because I actually want to talk to you little fuckers. Exactly. That's what he says. Every That's time. probably on the See, on, this is why you should go uh this is why you should go to a community college so that you can uh you can have teachers who aren't too busy to just fuck around listening to your stupid questions all day. Yeah, that's true. Because they've got nothing important to do with their lives. <laughs> ah. Um I don't know, it's weird. Like it's it's hard, especially if you're like a super non-confrontational nerd like me. I mean, I yeah, you just do your work and then redo all of his work. That's what you do and complain about it. You write a poem, you write a nasty poem, put it mm -hmm. on your live journal anonymously, and you uh. put it on somebody else's <laughs> live journal. You just post a comment to every slash dot story that is a poem about what a dick this guy is sure. and how his interface elements are shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had to do a programming project with, uh, uh, anyone. <laughs> so I'm, I'm at a loss as to, um, how what you can painting, work around like, this guy making a collaborative painting with a group of people. And one of them was like doing some Basquiat shit and just painting like a unicorn dick over a part of your painting that you'd already finished. You're describing things that I like. <laughs> Um, but I, you know, the, right, that no, does. So what if, what if this member of the project was too awesome? <laughs> right. Uh, then I would just paint over my own stuff with white, so that that guy just to provide a canvas for him. Yeah, had had more space to <laughs> more, work. More in. unicorn dicks, please. Uh, and I'd write that right there. I'd t I'd tattoo it on my face. <laughs> um, you know, I have been in positions where uh, I don't necessarily like somebody else's work that I'm working with, and and that does happen. But um, we've never had to present it to anyone. Um, for the most part, it's worked out okay. You know, um, a teacher or the public uh, knows what you contributed to the project. So you get graded accordingly. Yeah. You know, people, people, I think, get a sense of whether people are fuck ups or not. Right. You know, you every once in a while get somebody who's really good at making it seem like they're not a fuck up. But like that always comes. It always catches up with you. Really? Yeah. You know, people mm. can like pretend that they're really set upon and like that they're totally essential to the organization. And then it turns out they're just like, you know, not really doing anything. They're spending mm. so much time like playing up their, you know, those people who are like just so set upon and oh, I'm so busy all the time, but they never actually get anything done. Right. You know, you can trick people for a little while, but like, yeah, in general, you know, just do the best work that you can do on the project and like it'll work itself out. It's not like the guy's actually going to drag you down. He's not making you stupider. 
Maybe he is. Maybe his contribution to the project is just like doping everybody else's coffee sure. every morning. Um, Firing tranquilizer darts at random from the bell tower. <laughs> you should also consider how, how important this is grade wise. If it's not that important, then, you know, just let it go and get the project done. Uh, you could also consider uh, teaching him about the ancient uh, martial art uh, crapo bapo. Uh, that we invented recently. Uh-huh. Um, have I told you about crapo bapo? I've I've heard crapo the, the this term before, yeah. but I don't know that I know All what right, it does. So here's here's how crapo bapo works. Uh, this this ancient martial art was discovered by uh, me and my buddy Dave mm-hmm. uh, when we uh, collaboratively made it up. Uh, what you do is you walk up to somebody and you pretend that you're doing something with your left hand, and then you say crapo bapo and use your right hand to punch them in the dick. Got it. So what you do is say like, all right, now I, I gave you this rough sketch of this drop down menu and here, look, look, look at this and go up to the whiteboard and grab a whiteboard marker and reach out like in your left hand, like you're going to write something and like, Hey, he's going to say, uh, are you, you're not left-handed. What are you doing? He's not going to catch on because he's not paying attention. That's the whole reason you need to have this conversation right. in the first place. So don't worry about that. You say, all right, so this is what the rough sketch looked like. And then you reach up, but before the pen actually hits the whiteboard, you say, and punch him in the dick. Uh-huh. He'll get the message pretty quick. But how is that going to improve your grade? Uh, it won't. Uh, it's just that that guy will leave. He'll get tired of getting punched in the dick. Right. And then you can just... He'll quit college. Yeah, I mean, th- like, there are people... Uh, this is a, this is a problem that I have. Uh, I feel something serious coming on. This is a problem that I have sometimes, though. Like I, in general, I think I tend to interpret every offer for help as just kind of a hassle. Mm-hmm. Like I would be better off just doing something myself than explaining to somebody else how to help me with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that could be because I am often working on weird things. Right. And that's clearly not always the case because, like, I have employees that do stuff and I'm not worse off than if I didn't have employees. Sure. Right? But it's like when you need something at the Home Depot, which is not home related. And the guy wants to know, what what do you want this for? And then you try to explain it and then yeah, they don't understand. Like, and, and, and you kind of just have to be an asshole and just have it look at, you know, not, no, I, I'm mm-hmm. doing something crazy. And I don't want you and your buddies to make fun of me while you're smoking pot on the loading dock. <laughs> Uh, during your break so um, okay yeah i'm usually dealing with the guy who's uh retired and in his second uh home depot career and uh, i don't want to explain that i'm not what was his first home depot career no he had a different career (laughs) right right and decided to uh get out of that business and now work for one yeah just for less stressful just so that he can help people Mm -hmm. with their ridiculous home improvement see the thing is we're not really home improvement kind of guys no so when we go to home depot is because we want to do some weird bullshit right with with some tool that's not intended for it sure and that's gonna lower the property value um so yeah that's that's a lot like this guy in this java programming group okay um so like just tell him why why don't you go back to home depot old man (laughs) say that yeah you know, you, you could talk to the guy. You could just be like, look, your shit sucks. Why don't you get lost? Hoser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that uh, Tripoli is in Canada, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know it's not in Florida, so. Right. Uh, or Brazil. <clears throat> uh, don't know if we have read this, writes Roy. Oh, okay. Uh, ben wrote, dinner and or movies and walks in the park are starting to get old. What are some fun and exciting things to do for going out on dates with my girlfriend? If she's your girlfriend, do you really need to go out on dates anymore? 
I think you do. Do you go on? Dates oh, you're with not your a wife? big. Be- yeah, I do. Mm. You're not a big believer in this, right? No, I'm really not. I go on a lot of dates where, like, I'll sit and play video games, and whatever girl I'm dating will sit there, just kind of sad and lonely. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good. How's date. that worked out for you? Good date for me. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. Um, yeah, you know, I've played a lot of video games in right. my life. Um, you I'm know, gonna, uh, you know, I'm going to look back on a life, uh, a life uh, lived with as many video games yeah. in it as I want. Nobody, nobody ever looks back on their life and wishes they'd spent more time with their family. Roy, everybody's just like, that's true. Fuck, man, I never, I never finished uh, Morrowind. Oh, you didn't? I never even really played Morrowind, but uh, no, I'm saying the hypothetical guy on his deathbed right now, probably looking back with sadness, not because he didn't go to enough dumb romantic comedies, so some rom-coms, <laughs> some, some mockumentaries with his wife. Sure. She's his wife. She's, I mean, she's already bought the cow. You don't have to take her out for a milkshake. Wow. I don't know. Dates? What kind of dates do you go on with your wife, Roy? I love date shakes. Uh, you know, you take, you take you drive your wife to San Diego so that you can give her a date shake. Yeah, um, you take her to see a movie about date rape. Now we we do go to the movies a lot, uh, just because we both really love watching movies a lot. Do you um, get super high before you watch them, like Doug Benson? Y- you know, I don't get high uh, ever <laughs> anymore. It's not a thing that I can do because you're afraid that you're, you'll pee all over the movie theater seat. Right, right, and then throw up on it. <laughs> That's that's just how I like to get high. Mm-hmm. Um, it always ends in you throwing up on your own pee. <laughs> right. You know, what What I do like about dates is that, especially if you're uh, living with your significant other or uh, married to them, is that you, um, you know, you get dressed up, which means that you shower and you get dressed up and then you're like all clean and stuff. And then you go out on this date and it's pretty awesome. And then you uh, go home and you, you know, you do things. Oh, I see. In a sexual way. You like put your mouths on stuff. Yeah. And it's nice because you're clean and you've been wearing a dress. Exactly. The entire time. So um, dating is is kind of a a great way of creating that new new space. Keep the spark in your relationship. Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, another thing that might work, fuck all the time oh okay you want to go on a date yeah and then you just fuck right it's just your way of saying that that we want to have sex right now yeah do you, do you want a date yeah. do you want to date let's, me hey let's go on a date maybe i could go on a date with your mouth right do you want a date down there <laughs> um art shows are really great art openings uh, i guess if you're one of those art people well yeah but uh all uh, kinds you go of on a tour of an ice cream factory exactly you can get a free ice cream uh, well, look I mean, at Craigslist for interesting events that are happening around your town. Yeah, or interesting opportunities to get raped and murdered. Right, right. Or invite a new friend into your uh, dating relationship. Uh, go buy a desk. Yeah, you could go together to get a desk that you don't need. Oh, that, yeah. Craigslist that, is good for that. That that uh, keeps you together. Yeah, the family that buys useless desks together sure. stays together. Um, you could uh, plant a garden. Mm-hmm. That's a date that you have to go on every fucking day for like three months or whatever. <laughs> right? Yeah. That you, keep you. <laughs> you could go on a date to get a new dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could go on a date uh, every six months to get your teeth cleaned. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a good one. That's good, yeah. yeah. Uh, you could go on a date to get your prostate exam. Yeah, or a mammogram. You yeah, could get, you exactly. could get the You could go to the combination mammogram and prostate exam. Oh, they clinic. probably have those for dates, right? Yeah, they right? do. Yeah, they kind of point you at each other so you can kiss. Right. 
Did you ever see that on, on the fifth wheel or Eliminate? <laughs> yeah, I think they did that on, on a Blind Date, actually. Okay. That was the weird surprise. We're going to get medical exams. <laughs> yeah. it really, you really learn a lot about a guy by how he reacts when a stranger has his finger up his ass. Right. Yeah. That's true. Oh, they probably make the date do it, though. Right? Uh, you could go to one of those clubs where you watch people have sex. That's true. That happens yeah. sometimes. You go, uh, you go to some uh, like a red light district in Amsterdam mm-hmm. and uh, have yourself an experience. Mm-hmm. That seems like it'd be a good date. Yeah, you go out on dates, right? You and your lady. I don't uh, think you go to the. You know, any time that you make uh, a point to go to a restaurant, that's sort of a date. So I guess I go on a date pretty much every day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that counts as a date, though. It doesn't? I would never say that that was a date. You go out, though. You go out of the house together to do something. Yeah. I mean, so we go on several dates a day. Okay. Ah, just just this morning, we went on a date to get coffee at the, okay. the drive-thru. Okay. Yeah. I was uh, going to say a, Circle K. But. Uh, she went on a date by herself to pick up this orange juice. Oh, okay. Uh, because my old ass's legs hurt too much to walk down the stairs to <laughs> get in the, the car ball. again. I guess we did go to the movies today. Okay. Uh, What'd we you went, see? Um, Tower Heist. Oh, and? Yeah. It was good. Okay. I liked it. I, uh, I want to see it. You should. Okay. Before it's too late. We were going to see In Time, but then we screwed up and decided to see Tower Heist. We both thought we were going to go see In Time, and then we got there and we were like, oh, wait, that's not playing. Oh, okay. Apparently, we were talking about Tower Heist. See, I think a lot of the reason that we don't go on very many dates is we you always get just confused a get lot. confused and we forget. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we've given that guy a lot of good suggestions sure. for us for what to do. With you him. can go to a school dance. Those are fun. Oh, go. You could go get a PhD. Crash a prom. Go back to school. Oh, that's a good idea. Go. That's, yeah. that, that's exciting because like you get to, you get to like smoke pot with some teenagers and then you have like a nice jogging date where you run from the police. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> in a, in a psych class uh, that I took uh, at our, at our alma mater, ASU. Go colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't run, Roy. Our colors don't run. No, they run. don't. Uh, the, our, our colors melt in your mouth, not in your hands. <laughs> uh, he said that uh, if you want to go on a date, go to somewhere where you're like physically exerting yourself because the endorphins that you get from that, you will associate with the person that you're oh. with, right? So go on a date uh, to walk on a treadmill for a long time. Okay. But what if uh, it's your first date and you don't like this person, but now you're forced to like them oh, because yeah, of the endorphins? Just, your, brain, your brain makes you think that you like them. Huh. Believing you like somebody is the same as liking them, I think. Really? Yeah. For all you know, you're just a brain in a jar. Buddy, this could be an elaborate computer simulation. It could be. Yeah, we really need Lawrence Fishburne to come show so us the way. All you have to do is pretend. Mm-hmm. Huh? Just pretend that you like somebody. Oh, that's a good. I mean, that's a good dating strategy in general. Is just pretend that you like the person. Sure, and they're gonna respond to that, and then yeah, maybe you do like as, them. Yeah, as far as they know, and then they'll like you, and then you get serious, and then you get married or don't get married. And you become kids, lifelong and then, partners. Then your kids will make fun of your driving. Right. Oh, we didn't explain that, did we? No. I should just leave the recording on all the time so that we can. You probably should. That we have gone. Yeah, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, Workless in Washington says, I've been considering trying to get a job overseas. Specifically, I live in the U.S. and I'm considering working in the U.K. How should I go about doing this? Do I need to get some kind of pre-authorization to work in the U.K. before applying? Uh, to complicate things, my wife has a job here in the States, and if I were to get a job in the UK, I'd probably need to move there first and wait for her to find a job there and come over. She's fine with this, but there are some. Uh, but what are some good survival tips for living thousands of miles away from your spouse for an indeterminate amount of time? 
Um, so I think we're totally the wrong people to ask about the legal uh, process of getting a job in the UK. You might want to call a uh, visa or perhaps or MasterCard, MasterCard about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you have an American Express, you should probably go with them. Yeah, I, I think that you need to uh, you you have to make sure that if you're working in a foreign country, that all of your paychecks should actually be travelers' checks. Mm-hmm. Um, you should wear one of those things where you keep your passport right under your balls, so that right. uh, pickpockets won't find them. Or if they do find them, they could tell you whether you have any abnormal growths. Traveling in the UK, you have to be careful. Uh, uh, you have to watch out for pickpockets. But what what is even worse are the fuck pockets. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Well, Where do you find those? I, you don't have to. I mean, they find you. Oh, they find they you. They find you. Okay. If, you have, if you've got deep pockets, especially. Mm-hmm. Right. You go over there as like a big corporation. Right. Man, yeah. Nothing but lawsuits and fuck pockets right. coming at you from every direction. Um, you ever spent a significant amount of time like away from a person that you were with? Uh, well, uh, the person. Uh, only that... in the process of breaking up with them. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And then. Not calling back. Um, the longest that I've spent away from from my uh, my uh, lo- local wife. wife. Yeah, I was going to say my current wife. My current wife has been ten days. Really? Yeah, that's not very long. It's not, but it, it was it was hard on me. Um, hard on. Yeah, it was. I, <laughs> exactly. Um, I I had a hard time with that, and it I really didn't want to go out. What kind of dates did you go on while you were distant from one another? Most of the dates were um, drinking uh, related, and by myself at home. Oh, okay. So you didn't like you didn't do a thing where you got on the phone with each other, and then you both watched two different movies. No, at the same time. Mm-hmm. No, uh, she was in the UK, so different time zones. And, and you stuff. each listened to the soundtrack of the other movie. Oh, that'd be cool. Right. That'd be a fun right. way to, that'd be a fun way to have like a synesthesia right. experience. I watch The Wizard of Oz and listen to Pink Floyd's yeah, The Wall. She sings and then... Pink Floyd The Wall. Mm-hmm. Uh while while she's watching that Led Zeppelin movie. Did Led Zeppelin make a movie? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Tom over the, over the Hills and Fight. Days to okay. Confused. Quadrophenia. <laughs> um <clears throat> uh you know I, if you're married right so that obviously means that you're um committed to each other a lot more than just like um high school sweethearts that have gone to different colleges um it's going to be i imagine it's going to be very difficult to be far away from each other and especially having very different schedules but you know i mean if it's something you have a goal at the end of it then you can probably get through it um if you do go to the UK, you have to keep in mind that they use different words for some of the things uh, that you're likely to encounter in your day-to-day life there. Like they call an elevator a lift. Right. Uh, they call uh, the boot of their truck the lorry of their truck. Right. Um, and uh, cops are called cocksucking bastards. Oh, really? Uh, pardon me, you cocksucking bastard. Could you give me directions to right. the nearest jail cell? And that's a nice term. Yeah. That's okay. that's how they want to be talked to. I see. They they like it when you go over there with an air of authority. Uh, you, you need to make it clear to them that if it wasn't for us, they'd all be speaking German. Exactly. And you should speak as loudly as you can. Mm-hmm. Wear a mm-hmm. garish Hawaiian shirt and carry a camera, a big camera around your neck. Mm-hmm. Wear shorts. Keep all your valuables in your camera um, mm-hmm. so that if it's stolen, you lose everything. Mm-hmm. Sunglasses and a baseball cap. Yeah. Uh, what kind of job would you do in that outfit? What kind of job? A dating coach. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. What you do is you get on the phone with your wife, you have her coach people on a date, and you coach people on a different date, and you guys can have a good laugh. Oh. Uh, you guys can have a good laugh de- describing the, the differences results. between an English date and a, uh, like, oh, this this couple that I'm coaching just took the lift up to uh, their, their restaurant. And uh, your wife will say, that's funny. The couple that I'm coaching just took the elevator up to their restaurant. And ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you patronizing me? No, that's how I, that's how I laugh. It sounded like you're patronizing that's me. That's how I laugh. Roy. Prove it. Roy, if you're not doing, if you're not enjoying the podcast, we don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> if you're not with the podcast, you're against it. Uh, Chase writes, I'm a contract artist working in Ohio. I'm a photographer slash videographer doing regular work for a design firm. I love my job, but it tends not to bring in a great deal of money. Over the past year, I've worked a string of secondary jobs to keep a steady cash flow. The jobs have been prep cook for my former university, quit once I got a hotel job, third shift desk clerk for a hotel, hotel closed and bulldozed a few months later to make a way for a BW3s. What is a BW3s? And uh, most recently, a monster for a major amusement park's Halloween season. Special note for Zach, no, I do not use a fake British accent. Well, you're going to be no help to that previous guy then. Uh, now to the meat of the situation. My Halloween work is about to end, and there really isn't much as far as flexible employment in my area. I like to keep regularly open day hours for my contract work. Pretty good photographer, uh, and would like to move more into selling my work. Do you have any advice for becoming a self-employed artist? Alternatively, do you have any advice for finding a decently flexible job? This has never been a major long-term problem for me, but I know many listeners find themselves in a similar situation as me on this front. I've never had a job that was even a little bit flexible. Really? I think when it came to the point in my life where I needed the benefits of a flexible job, my job was just going to college. Like, huh. that's when I just became a full-time student. I was like, all right, this affords me a tremendous amount of free time right. to explore other interests. Yeah. Like making video games for web pages. Right. And you did do that. Yeah. So that I can give people, uh, I can give other people flexible jobs. Sure. Uh, find one of your friends who has started a company and will never uh, get mad at you no matter how much you slack. Yeah, and then uh, latch on to that guy. Yeah. Your, your golden ticket. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to start uh, by posting Chase's link to his portfolio and see if it's any good. Okay. Onto you the don't want to look at it and see if it's any good first and then post it? What if it's embarrassing? No, no I'm just going to do it. Us? Really? Do you think uh, anything... <laughs> It that's is on anyone's web page is going to embarrass us embarrass me yeah yeah you're right you're right i don't even know why i said that right um i would suggest that you look around to see if there are any um not necessarily contests but uh, contribution communities in on in the internet that you can become a part of if contribution you have... communities in the internet sure you're just uh, making up words well you're not making up words you're just listing words in a series. This isn't how, that's not really how language works. <laughs> I keep trying. Okay. Um, you know, for an example, there's a, a site a community called Fontstruct. And what they do, it's people who are really into fonts and they make new fonts. And it's like a lot of like, font designers. Like font fuckers? Like people who are like really into <laughs> really fonts? Really into fonts. Okay. Um, so that would be something that if you really want to get good at it and be a big name on that, then you dedicate a bunch of time to it and that sort of gets your name out there and you create a profile that you link to your other design work. You might try to get a job looking at funny pictures of cats. Oh, you know, Corinne and I were talking about this today. I really want to make a newspaper that is just pictures of cats. A newspaper? A newspaper. Like a printed newspaper. A printed newspaper. I think color? Yeah, in color. Huh. Yeah, glossy too. Seems like it'd be expensive. So that's isn't a color glossy newspaper more like a magazine? 
Mm, no, it'd be big, like a Rolling Stone. So it'd be more like a newspaper. Uh, okay. Uh, like like a parade, that newspaper that's inside the New York Times magazine. Exactly. I don't think I don't think Parade magazine is inside the New York Times. Um, no, but I think it's inside uh, the Arizona Republic. Sure. Uh, the St. Louis Post Dispatch. Hey, that shit's that shit's uh, national. It's got yeah. Marilyn Voss Savant's column in it. It and does. It's got some. Uh, I don't know who that is. Never. Fu- she's the smartest woman in the world. Uh, really? It's got some comics that are never ever funny. Oh, like Mary Worth. <laughs> yes. Is that on there? Like the Amazing Spider Man. Uh, Prince Prince Caspian. Prince Caspian. Prince <laughs> yeah. Prince Vass. Um Prince Hagar Rapid. the Horrible. <laughs> Hanger. Hanger the Horrible. Hanger the Horrible. Um, That's a knockoff. Yeah. That's the one that I write. (laughs) Hemorrhaging in Hawaii writes, Dear Advice Hot Dog, uh, Before you've gone over the best method to cure hiccups, I crave more remedies. I suffer bloody noses more often than hiccups. What's the best way to stop a bloody nose? When I was a kid, my parents told me to lean my head back, but then all the blood just backs up and runs down your throat and is all gross. Later, a school nurse told me to lean forward. I was always skeptical. What is the Advice Hot Dog approved way to thwart a bloody nose? Boy, I do not miss being a guy who got a lot of bloody sure. noses. Yeah, um, especially getting punched so much in the face. I know. I guess uh, you know that's what happens when you got a smart mouth, right? Smart mouth, bloody nose. That's what they say. Um, I used to suffer from these a whole lot myself, and my brother taught me a little method, which seems like it shouldn't work, uh, but it does. It actually it didn't in um, my case. Is um, I would take a little piece of either toilet paper or uh, paper towel, you know, and you roll it up like, uh, I don't know, like an inch. And, you know, it's like maybe a quarter inch. Like uh, the size high. of a suppository. Exactly. And then you stick that up here. Yeah. Uh, no, and you put that um, you under. You get like one of those tampons for babies. <laughs> so they're real small. Baby tampon. Yeah. Really? <laughs> okay. You take one of those and then you put that under your upper lip. And that seems to uh, press on something that, uh, for the most part... Uh, <laughs> and it takes you so long to do that, that your nose has stopped bleeding by the time you get it <laughs> sure. in there. Uh, okay, well, so one, one trick is just read the phone book from cover to cover. Right. Mm-hmm. And by the do time an interpretive done, dance. One way or another, your nose will stop bleeding. Uh, so a little wad of paper that you put under your upper lip. That seems to help. Um, I always just stuffed toilet paper into my nose and then occasionally pulled it out uh, looked at it to see if there was still any blood on it and if mm-hmm. there was put some more toilet paper up there but there would always be blood on it uh, really yeah there's no time that you would put to- toilet paper up there and then it would come out white if you use white toilet paper i don't know what kind you use i use red toilet paper this is okay. very confusing i go through a lot of it um, okay uh, I have not had a nosebleed in a really long time, and that makes me pretty happy. I The last time I remember having a nosebleed, it was pretty horrifying. I, I had gotten kind of drunk, uh, mm-hmm. and I went to sleep, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was like, ugh, something's wrong. And I got up, and I peed, and then when I turned around from the toilet and saw myself in the mirror, I was completely covered in blood. Really? Yeah, wow. I had gotten a nosebleed, and it hadn't woken me up, and so I had just, like, bled until it was done bleeding and just covered my chest with blood. Oh, wow. Like, Ugh, it was so okay. gross. And I was like, man, that, that like, you, you read that that's how uh, either Attila the Hunt or Genghis Khan died. Really? Yeah, I thought got, it was from poisoning. Got drunk and passed out. Uh, Rasputin. <laughs> He died from having his dick cut off right. and uh, fed to him right, with a poison sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, with a poison sauce? What's on the menu sauce? tonight? Your own dick in poison sauce. 
I'll have that, please. <laughs> Can I get a salad too? I don't um, want to get too full. <laughs> Bleeding to death later. <laughs> um, the last time that I remember having a bloody nose was a little bit similar, although. Um, what happened is I was taking some kind of medication that was made me really prone to having a bloody nose, some kind of like antibacterial uh, antibiotic. <laughs> you were just eating Neosporin I right out of that tube. <laughs> Your doctor prescribed you one ice cream cone with Neosporin on it every six You wouldn't hours. think that's delicious, but it is. <laughs> you just have to uh, put a spoonful of sugar in it, <laughs> mix it in. Um, and I was making out with Corinne and, um, it was dark. And then she suddenly asked me like, what, what's that on my chest? And, and I was just bleeding right onto her chest, (laughs) which was really gross because we turned on the light and then, you know, it looked like I had, uh, stabbed her with, uh, some kind of sword. That is a terrible story. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't think we should have told that story. Oh, she thought it was really funny, though. Um, I remember once when I was a kid, like, I had uh, I had been sick, and so I had a little trash can next to my uh, the, the couch that I was sitting on that was piled high full of uh, wadded up Kleenex that I'd blown my nose in, and, I, and I, my nose started bleeding, and I just, like, leaned forward, and I'm like, I wonder how long this will go on. So I just leaned forward and let the blood drip into the trash can until I got real dizzy, and I was like... Wow, that was a dumb idea. I don't know what made me think that that was a good idea, just like letting myself bleed <laughs> until I got dizzy. And how I, long was that? that was not do you very imagine? Long. It was surprisingly not long. 10 minutes? 5 I, minutes? I don't know. I was a little kid. Seemed okay. like, I mean, it seemed like all it lasted all summer. Sure. <laughs> um, but all of 3rd grade. I, I think it was uh, I think it was winter time actually. Oh, so okay. it didn't make any sense at all, right? Mm-hmm. Uh Santa just was stuff, unhappy with you. Just stuff something up your nose and it'll stop. Right. I mean, hey, I swear the the little wad of uh, toilet paper under your upper lip does work. In Boy Scouts, they taught me uh, put ice on your neck. Just take an ice cube and rub it on your neck. But I don't think that does anything. I don't think that does anything either. If you want to put ice anywhere, it would be right over your nose or uh, underneath your balls, just right. to distract. Like, oh, that feels distract nice. you. I've forgotten all about this nosebleed. Mm-hmm. Um. Be sure and wear red clothes uh, if you get a lot of nosebleeds so that people don't necessarily notice. Right. Right. Oh. Just like crazy sweaters when you're eating at a restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, like, I just wear one of those T-shirts that just has a print, a printed image of a bunch of food on it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's good. I, I have that and I have my tuxedo T-shirt. And that's all you need. That's You're, you're just set for any occasion. Yeah, you are. Uh, Roy. Yeah. If somebody wanted to send us one of these questions, how do you reckon they would go about doing that? That's that time. Um, You go to advicehotdog.com, which is our website where all of our episodes are listed, regardless of whether the iTunes uh, updates or not. I apologize for that. That was my fault. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I realized what I realized what had happened. I had uh, when I copied and pasted the structure from the previous episode, I accidentally got the uh, end of the feed tags too, and because there were then multiple end of feed tags, it was. uh, it wouldn't not, recognize not validating it. properly. Okay. Uh, never tells you that it, getting, uh, getting a feed to work with iTunes is a surprisingly, uh, surprisingly frustrating process. Hmm. Right. We went through in the very beginning and then it, it was further complicated. Every time you insist on adding a new graphic to every, 
Sure, but we got now, it down to a science. Now, now we got it down. Um, so you can go there. All of the episodes are always listed, and so are all of the ways that you can send us questions. So uh, you can send us a question to the Gmail, which is advicehotdog at gmail.com, or you can uh, follow us on Twitter and send us uh, questions that way, which is at advicehotdog. Go to the Facebook and look at all the uh, pictures that we post and artwork and uh, all the cocktail photos, which is... And when you say we, uh, you mean you. I mean me. But I, I want people to know that we're an organization. I represent You want us. people to think that I care about this. Sure. <laughs> at any time other than when I am recording it. Exactly. Uh, so you go to facebook.com slash advice hot dog and uh, you can like us there and uh, follow that follow Facebook. Something. I don't know what it does. You can fan friend us. Sure, you can fan friend us. Um, Give us some corn in Farmville. Send us a rock. Have you ever played Farmville? Uh, yeah, you have, yeah, right? Yeah, we did Farmville for the video games hot dog assignment last week. Oh, okay. It that's terrible. Good. It was? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's also a telephone number that you can call. It's yeah. 769-218-9225. And if you want to, you can send us a postcard. Right. Uh, we're more than capable of receiving postcards these days. We got all the bugs in that particular system worked yeah, out. Yeah, but I think people are disappointed, so they're not sending them now. Yeah. Uh, Advice Hot Dog, P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. Roy, we're about to do something we've never done before, and I know this is a, this is a little like uh, like telling the pitcher. You realize oh. you got a no-hitter uh, going, right? We're uh, recording the entire post-cocktail uh, segment of this show in one take. Really? No breaks. I we didn't just know. got so wrapped up. We got so wrapped up in giving people the advice that they crave. Wow. And in sharing okay. our own special blend, breed blend of fellowship. Our own special brie of, of uh, yeah. answers. Fellowship cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just forgot to take any breaks. Oh, that's all right. Got a lot of energy. We're good. All of the energy that I save by not walking on my crippled ass legs all day is all coming out my mouth. Nice. Should stick some toilet paper in there to stop sure, it. Sure, sure. So how about a stinger? Okay. This one was sent in by uh, Zeit a while ago when uh, we uh, solicited questions with this big long list of stingers. And he writes, netbook or smartphone? Oh. So Roy and I think are both smartphone fans. Let's discuss what the possible advantages of a netbook could be. Full keyboard. So if you wanted okay. to have cyber sex with your wife who was out of the country... You could do that much more easily. You don't think you can do it with the FaceTime stuff on the new phones? Well, I mean, just looking at uh, looking at a video of somebody is not quite the same. It, this is I'm talking about if you want to have like a more you know, you know like a more literary. Oh, you know, literary sex, sex. sexting is one thing. Using sure. a, using a video chat to look at some boobs mm-hmm. is, is is another thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boob roulette. Yeah, it's actually more like dick roulette, isn't it? I think it's mostly dick roulette. Mm-hmm. Occasional uh, faked suicide roulette. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Have you ever used a netbook? No. They're pretty terrible. Really? Yeah. Okay. They're, they're like shitty computers. They're really small, right? Yeah. Sort of. So a okay. lot of the disadvantages of a Didn't phone, Jenny have one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Everybody has I, one. I, I don't. They cost like $4. Really? Uh, that's Less than the Kindle true. Fire. <laughs> yeah. Get a Kindle Fire. I don't have any idea what that even is. That's the new Kindle, yeah, which yeah. is competing with the iPad. I don't think anything is competing with the iPad. Okay. They're selling it at a loss. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> um, well, you know, I, I really like the the size of a smartphone. You can use it in, you can use it while you're lying on your stomach. 
in a bed. You can use it when you're lying on your side in a bed. You could probably even use it lying on your back. Uh, if yeah, you, you could, I've done that. There's no way for you to use a toilet that you can't use a smartphone. Uh, sure. Netbook, not necessarily true. Maybe you're using the toilet away from your desk. That's true. Maybe you don't have a chair at your toilet. Right. Or if you're ur- urinating, right, you probably wouldn't hold a netbook, but you could possibly use your smartphone. A number. I of, would not want to. But you know, you I do it all the time, and every time I'm like, I hope I don't drop this in the toilet. I hope I don't drop this in the toilet. I yeah, hope I don't drop this in the toilet. I'm very afraid of that kind of thing, so I don't use it when I'm So uh, there's an urinating. advantage of a netbook. Too big to fit through the shithole. Do you think so? You don't think uh, it, it could fall in sideways? If you dropped it sideways, yeah. Shit. Have you ever dropped a cell phone in the toilet? I haven't. I have once. I've never actually dropped anything in a toilet, I don't think. Oh, really? I mean, except I'm always like afraid. <laughs> right. I did, um, yeah, once I, I dropped my cell phone in the toilet and I had to fish it out. I couldn't just leave it in there. And it was the toilet at work. Huh. That's yeah. gross. And it was after I'd used the and toilet. And that was where you worked with all those hippies who were like, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, let it stick around. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was a mess. Yeah. Uh, you never wanted to talk to anybody on that phone again. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't. Smartphones are good. Yeah. Change your life. I didn't used to. I did not used to. There was a time in my life when I had to get out of bed with no idea what was on Roger Ebert's mind. Really? Yeah. And now I don't have to suffer that indignity. Oh, you really love what, what is on his mind. I can't right? help it. Okay. I can't help it. It's addictive, buddy. I see. It's like, uh, it's like going on dates. Gets those endorphins flowing. You're yeah, like, right? I'm in love with Roger Ebert. Uh-huh. And I get to wake up every morning in his arms. Does he have great things to say on his no. feed? No. No. Every time I read something that he writes, I think, man, I should unfollow Roger Ebert. Oh, but then okay. I'll feel bad if he dies. I'll be like, no, I, uh, he's only got so much time left. To only say, so many Twitters yeah, left. Yeah, only so many tweets left. Um, I might miss something important. Who's your favorite person that you follow? I don't like anyone that I follow. I forget to read uh, people's things. Uh, one person, actually, the two guys I really enjoy are uh, Dave Shumka and uh, what's the other one? Graham Clark. Uh-huh. Maybe they should, they maybe always have funny them. things to to say on their Twitters. Everybody makes me mad. I think really? I follow uh, Patton Oswalt. Uh huh. Every once in a while, he says he he tells a story about farts. <laughs> okay. So you know uh, that that's the kind of stuff you, you really can't bear to miss. That right? Uh, you know what? I think we should stop doing this show so that I can go to bed, so that later I can wake up and see what Roger Ebert's been up to. Sure. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, have a great few days. Uh, s- some of you uh, celebrate, if you're the proper religion, uh, Thanksgiving Day. I'm not yet certain whether we will be back from our trip in time to do an episode next week. Okay. So, and there might be two weeks between this episode and the next one, but I'm not sure. We'll let you know. All right. And in the meantime, you can check out the family hot dog, uh, the video games hot dog. You can go to Zach's... Uh, website which is kingdomofloathing.com and check out his uh, funny game you can go to my uh, website that I don't update uh, fuzzyballsapparel.com and check out some designs and uh, are there any other blogs or things that you want to uh, you can go mention? to Riff's website at minimumsafedistance.org uh, you can oh, go to nice. reddit.com the front page of the internet sure if you want to shop for things you can go to amazon.com and, and they usually have good deals that you can buy almost especially on there. Friday uh, and if you want to know where something is on the internet, yahoo.com. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night.